I think we're, I think we're, I think we're ready to go. Do you think I have a problem? <laughs> Drinking problem. Oh, you brought two? <laughs> Wait, hold those up. I'm not a morning hold, person. <laughs> hold those up. Those water. <laughs> one's water, tea. one's coffee? Tea. Tea. I drink coffee. Oh, uh, okay. What kind of tea are you working with? Uh, Tetley. Tetley? Yeah. What is that? It's just regular tea. Tetley tea. Tetley tea? I've never heard of it. It's, I'll tell you, I'm so bad. I'm such an addict. Like people are like, how can we never take Coke or whatever? Cause I smoked a cigarette when I was nine. Yeah. And it took me 21 years to quit this tea. I drink it iced tea. I drink it hot tea. I drink it. I probably could just put it on my tongue, a tea bag. Right. <laughs> just steep it that I way. Used, they didn't sell it in LA when I moved here. So I had to call the company. <laughs> I literally, I would call and the lady, Tetley Company in Connecticut would be like, oh, hey, Eleanor. What? <laughs> Sorry. This podcast is brought to you by Tetley Tea. And all the addicts out there, I salute you. Yeah, absolutely. Where do I look? This um, one, oh, look at that, too. That's that's your that's your close-up, Eleanor. Where? Right there. You see that? You God see that guy? That's my close-up right there. That's you. And then that's... Our two shot right down the middle right there. I love a two shot. And you're inside of Jeremiah Wonders right now. We have Eleanor Kerrigan on the show. So excited. Comedy store royalty. Whoa. Yep, I'll say about it. That. Uh, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll take yeah. tissue. I mean, there's so much in case I cry. I, I usually try to make my guests cry. That's cry? one of the goals of the show. <laughs> Is like to have people come in looking really nice and by the end just Just like, be a blithering idiot. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, it's mostly aer- allergies, but I'll pretend oh, I'm yeah. crying. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you have allergies? I think I have adult allergies now. Adult. Yes. Yeah. That's adult, what I, I have. I have adult onset allergies. Yeah. When I was a kid, I asked my mom if I had allergies because my friend had it. And she goes, honey, stop it. We're not Italian. Knock it off. <laughs> I don't know what that. We're not well off enough for <laughs> allergies. Sorry. <laughs> the Italians get all the fun stuff. They get all the fun stuff. <laughs> Shellfish allergies. No, that's more of a that's Jewish, Jewish thing. thing. That's a Jewish thing. Yeah, I found that out later in life. Yeah. When I started sleeping with Jews. Hey. Hi yo. Hi yo. Hi yo. Hello. Hi yo. How are we doing here? Is this good? I think so. They were good. Listen, when I'm on stage, I do this. I hunch. Yeah. So Danish and O'Neill call me the hunchback of comedy. It's inappropriate, but accurate. They, uh, we'll get to it later, but okay, um, there's some great there's some great questions that were sent in. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I can't. What? Yeah. So who sent questions in? So what are, we, are we live? Are we doing that? We're, we're in Oh, it. it's happening. It's happening. Hi. Hey. I'm up. Yeah. No, this is actually probably one of the earlier podcasts that I've done. I know. I'm sorry. No, no. I okay. I said I had to give me some Eleanor Kerrigan. Let's work around her schedule. I don't care. I'm an early bird. Guys, it's 3 a.m. right now. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't been to sleep Wouldn't yet. Wouldn't that be amazing? We just took showers. We're, we're, we're like, no, no, no. We're awake. We're good. I'm good. I got it. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah. I took half a shower. I didn't want to wet all of me, so I did the the wet naps. <laughs> <laughs> Just cleaned up, Just had some wiped baby it out wipes, and you came know. out. 
Yeah, wiped out and I'm came sorry. out. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I apologize. It's just part of me. But at least I say I'm sorry. Right? If I apologize, then, you know, it's all good, right? <laughs> Is that how girls do it? If I, I apologize. Think, it, it's okay, right? I said I'm sorry. Like, seriously, like, I apologize. So I think we're good here. That's my new 2020. I'm going to be more girly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that caught me really off guard. That caught me, Eleanor. That really, that I was not quite ready for that. <laughs> Would it work? It, Would that work with it, like? It's like literally like so, what? Oh, is this a PG one? <laughs> no, oh, good, no, no, thank no. God. Thank God. <laughs> no, uh, I think, I think that that kind of sounds like an impression of a girl who has not hung out with any other girls. It's like, <laughs> no, I just want to be one of the girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's go get makeup. <laughs> when I, when I first started waiting tables at the comedy store, this, I wasn't doing stand up. This was years ago. I used to hire um, the waitresses because Mitzi trusted me for some reason. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't want to be a comic. Now she hates me, Avi. And so I, <laughs> I would hire girls and they'd be like, I seconds, I'd find out how annoying, you know, they were. Yeah. And it, they'd be like, um, oh my God, <laughs> does Polly sure come here? <laughs> I'm like, no, you're, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> She's like, I just silly out the application. I'm like, no, no. Give me the paper and the pen. Dude, uh, Eleanor, did you get some of those referrals that came by? <laughs> Polly, I never, ever hired. I, I met girls. some girls at one of the clubs I went to. Really? Yeah. Polly, how many of my waitresses are you going to sleep with? I can't take it. I can't put a number on that. Oh, my God. I you know, you. if there's a will, there's a way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we used to fight like cats and dogs. You and Polly? Oh, yeah. Yeah? About what? Just everything? <laughs> everything. Well, you're around all the time. True. And so, his mom and I were very, very close. Yeah. And he don't like that too yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Because then he, <laughs> well, you're kind of like an like a sibling in a weird way. Right? Uh, yeah, they have. Yeah. But also like Mitsu would be like, oh, go ask Eleanor. And he's like, what? No. Yeah. But, I want to talk to yeah. And I'd be like, Mitz, don't do that. Like, well, you handling it, he'll deal with it. And I'm like, but he hates me now. And there was one time we had a big fight. He thought I got somebody fired and I really didn't. Like yeah. Mitzi was so nuts. She would just fire anybody. And she would tell me to do it, but it wasn't me saying fire that person because she would have fired me that's how right. it worked and so she goes um Polly flipped out and he yelled at me and the talent coordinator at the time it was Freddie Soto's wife Princess Corey and so she <laughs> he was yelling at us and he goes the Tilly will never work in Hollywood <laughs> I've, had, I've had one I didn't know he had so much power I, I know. gotta be honest I know I've worked in years <laughs> Polly. Break the Dude, spell. You, you didn't know that I, I control Hollywood. A lot of people think the Jews do, but it's the weasel. But aren't you Jew? All right. Don't tell anybody. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to know him. Polly, just so you know, it shows. Dude, what? <laughs> no matter how slow you roll. <laughs> Dude, what? Dude, but I don't get it. Jews don't talk this slow, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's totally chill. I've had him on the comedy store podcast and mm -hmm. he's like, 
dude, I want to interview you. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. And then I'm like, all right, fine. And he's like, you do stand up, right? I'm like, no, I can't. I've had it. Dude, so how do you write your jokes? <laughs> Me and Rick were crying last Oh, I bet. It was amazing. That's completely flipping <laughs> One of my favorite around. interviews yeah. so far. Dude, so Eleanor, what's it like to like do comedy? <laughs> Dude, you didn't do it at first, right? Dude, but like first you did the wa- <laughs> the the waitering thing and then you you did the comedy. It's, it's waitressing, Polly. I no. I mean I don't have a penis. But, waitering but but like but like when anytime i go to a restaurant i have a waiter right even I, if it's a girl you I call her a waiter yeah i say hey waiter oh, the, the, i need a refill does this, she still sleep with you because br- yeah, i don't like bro. these women <laughs> so you were a waitress <laughs> i do i started telling asking all the <laughs> same as paul the same Polly questions <laughs> i like have it pulled up so but just without so, his yeah but without role. Like, but the, <laughs> i'm serious about it though it's like a 2020 question <laughs> so now, Let me get my tissue. Yeah, out. yeah. Now you you were a waitress, but then you did the comedy. So how does that happen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. But how long were you working at the store before? Because that's an interesting thing to kind of see everybody's sets and everything. Do you know oh, what I God, mean? Yeah, I could almost do them like, all still. Almost because like. People obviously treat you very differently when you're doing comedy versus mm-hmm. like when you're an onlooker. So did anybody like kind of give you beef like back in the day, like whenever you started to make that transition over? Not not beef, but like um oh sorry. This down. Jimmy Schubert, very popular. Oh, anyway. Nice. Um, speaking of older comics, what's up? Uh, no, but not beef, but I think it was my own insecurity. Sure. That made me like when I transition, uh, to comic, sorry, I'm not fully transitioned the other way, but when I transitioned to comedy mm-hmm. into comedy, I remember being like, like if Dom Irera was in the room, cause this was one of my closest friends, you know, yeah. I'd be like, Oh shit. Um, what if he did, what if he thinks I'm not funny? What if some of the things I say he, he thinks sound like him? What if, you know, like my, it was sure. me. Almost being, your own psychosis, like going through every possible horrible outcome. Sure. Cause yeah. I'd write a joke and I'd be like, oh, that's not my joke. That's so-and-so says that, or this one says that. Cause I, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but I waited tables there for 12 years. Wow. And never did stand up. So every night. And there was times where I'd work a year straight, like maybe two or three days off during Christmas. But Mitzi trusted not a lot of people. Yeah. So I'd be able to sneak out just to go see my family for Christmas. And that was it. Wow. It was like insane. Now, was it a building thing inside of you that you wanted to do uh, stand up? The building likes you. Well, no, it it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it really was. Sorry, I have <laughs> Tommy just comes in and out. Well, so, Tommy just comes in. Mm, well, Eleanor, you're different. Okay, you're not like these other women. <laughs> you're not a woman. <laughs> what? 
Um, we don't know what you are, Eleanor. <laughs> so we don't know how to hate you. Yeah. Okay. So we'll put you in the lineup as our diversity hire. One time I showed up, you know, on Mondays when you show up and you're just like, especially when Tommy was there, you'd have to stand at the booth and, hey, Tommy, how are you? Right, right, like, right. Which is fine, but whatever. And then I'd walk up one night, he threw the pen down and he flipped his hair and he went, well, you're going to get up early tonight. Because of your vagina. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> He's straight like, did you just that? like did you just get in trouble? Like what happened? Yeah. Like what is the HR <laughs> meeting behind got- closed doors where he's like, All right, I gotta fix this. I gotta tell these ladies. <laughs> Well, Why I'm doing what I'm changing, doing, Thanks Eleanor. Changing. I'm progressive now, Eleanor. I you- even let a black on. What? <laughs> what? What did you, Tommy? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> he was so bad. Uh, so he, he, he said one time. Uh, <laughs> he's so tired. I don't even know if I want to say this. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I guess he's not listening. No, no. They uh, don't have Wi-Fi where he is. <laughs> He said to uh, to uh, to me once about me and Brenton, and he goes, uh, he goes, you know, it's our time. I was like, what? He goes, guys like you and Brenton, the blonde hair guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, the white guys. It's our time. I was like, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to wear this sheet. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> no, it's funny. Put it on. <laughs> it's a good stage gimmick. What? Hold the cross. You're a prop guy. Set it on fire. Wait. I'll, I'll give I you a better think... time slot. What? <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> but it, like, it, he, Tommy was very nice to me because I hired him. <laughs> That's a weird. <laughs> That's such Oops, a weird sorry. power dynamic. How fucked up is that? Yeah. It's so bizarre. But we needed a body. And that, like I said, it was one of those times where Mitzi, she, we had a manager a couple times. She did this to me. But the fastest was uh, a guy got fired within the hour mm. of being his first night. His first night, she, I walked, we were walking around. He was with another manager who was training him. They went in the main room. Mitzi was sitting in her booth. And they said, hey, this is so-and-so. And she went, okay. They walked away. She grabbed me. She goes, go tell him, get rid of him. I what? I don't like his eyes. I go, it's, we just clocked him. All right. So I had to tell the manager, oh, yeah, she, he, you got to get rid of him. Oh. <laughs> so she would do that, like crazy stuff like that. And then, um. So she was firing everybody and we were just, it was like Christmas, New Year's, like we were getting everything ready and I'd have to put the tree up, like, I mean, decorate, blow up all these balloons, you know, it's insane. Like around, around the store? Like, Mm -hmm. okay. So like it was probably was New Year's Eve because I remember just a bunch of balloons being around. Gotcha. And so we would, me and usually uh, Princess Corey or Freddie Soto, whomever was around because, you know, comics would come by during the day. Ari was working there, you know, so we would always just blow balloons, tie them up, throw them around and then pretend to decorate, you know, like it really like shit. <laughs> Cause yeah. none of us were like, I'm not girly. Sure. I <laughs> <laughs> Do you want hey, to uh, blow a balloon up? <laughs> I'm a girl. All my air is in my head. <laughs> 
So, so we, uh, this idiot walks in and he was like, I'm looking for a job. We were like, all right. And, uh, I was like, can you answer phones? And he's like, yeah. So we put him upstairs. He would get high and play a stupid guitar. We were like, this is great. Now we don't have to worry about the phones all day. Yeah. And then he, he would answer the phones all day. And then Mitzi's health was declining and she would call up in her beginning of dementia and he would calm her down. So oh, that's how he got. And then that's Duncan. So interesting. Yeah. And then Duncan Trussell, we hired him after um, Corey. Which is so funny to me that Duncan Trussell oh my God, was a talent coordinator <laughs> at the comedy store. Like it makes like if you think he about it now, it. like especially like how like how Duncan he is now. Oh, yeah. Just like to see him on that, like even to think of him like booking lineups, like it, it's so funny. Oh, and he hated it. I bet he did. For a number of reasons. It's like the opposite of what he is. Right. For, yeah, he wouldn't, he didn't like putting, like he never did the lineups. Mitzi always did them. Mm. But then you have to write them down and you're not on them. Oh, that's so brutal. Yeah. So he, because he was still kind of getting his feet wet in yeah. there and she she wasn't looking at him as a comic so that sucks and but it took him i'm like this kid's hilarious thank how, god he left he went on vacation and never came back how long did, <laughs> how long did it take for her to start seeing you as a comic since she well that was another weird thing yeah when since i first been a waitress you were there a waitress for like 12 years and then you're like no i wanted to, to be a comic there's nothing. She, How do you shake that? Yeah. She, there's nothing she hated more than a waitress turned comic. <laughs> People are like, she hated women. I'm like, no, she just hated waitresses that said, oh, I can do this. And nine times, nine and a half times out of 10, she was correct. Right. Like it, I've seen, I'd be like, all right, give it a shot. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to have to let that one go. Sure. Brutal. Some of the worst I've ever seen. There's a there's a now we had some great ones that worked for us and tried to get it, like Melissa McQueen, you know, David Krause. Like they these girls were hustling and getting and this was when Mitzi didn't like now you can be a waitress and do stand up. Yeah, Punky's a regular. She she literally right. was a waitress and bartender for years and, and then she, she went transitioned through the and went through. Yep. But before no no. Never. Yeah. Mitzi didn't like that because, and I under, it wasn't that she didn't like women. She just didn't want the, the, the drinks are her bread and butter. Sure. You know what I mean? So she don't want you focusing on, I got to get on stage. She wants you focusing Focus on, on that sale. You got to sell drinks. Yeah. So the girls that like Melissa McQueen and them that I love, I'd be like, look, just on your night, I won't schedule you on Sundays because mm -hmm. uh, open mic was on Sundays back then. Yeah, I remember. When, so yeah. not Sunday and Monday, just Sunday. Just Sunday back in the day. <laughs> it switched because Monday night football was hurting her Monday nights. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So originally it was Mondays. For years it was Mondays. And then it went the other way because of Monday night football. She switched it to Sunday. <laughs> And then the Sopranos came out and she goes, oh, screw it. Because Sopranos came on every Sunday. Yeah. And that was bigger than Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah, of course. It's phenomenal. <laughs> so she had it Sunday, Monday. That's so funny. So crazy. That Plus, we were dying. <laughs> it's yeah. a club. Well, that's what's interesting, especially for you, too, is like you've literally seen the oh, yeah, club yeah. in its probably barest form. And then also you've seen it thrive the most, like out of probably like... 
there's only a handful of comics that are around the the store that's really seen that trajectory of the up and down mm-hmm. over the years. And it, and it is um, amazing what's happening now. Like that. Like I feel like if Mitzi were alive, she may not. She may have ruined this. <laughs> like because she, she had her own way. Sure. Like it, the even when it was dying, and I'd be at her house, and I, I'd be like, "Mitzi, we have to pay this." bill mm-hmm. uh, like if, to the bank and if she missed one payment they were going to take the club and she's like we'll figure it out and i'm like how yeah how we have nothing coming in no la jolla no nothing <sighs> so she would be like i'll sell a house i'll remortgage and she would do anything to keep it the way she wanted it yeah and she did she gave every piece of her body and mind and money and whatever she could figure out she downsized to everything like it was amazing that she kept it that long by a thread yeah pretty much especially there was a good 10 years like that <sighs> that's, that's so stressful yeah. yeah that's insane and, um but but when i started doing stand-up i was so scared for two things um Dice is my second ex-fiance, Andrew Dice Clay. I didn't, I don't think I ever realized that you two actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that you guys People actually People still think dated. we're together. I'm like, no, no, no. I always thought that that was like part of the, <laughs> part of the joke is that, that like, it's always this cat and mouse game. <sighs> I didn't realize he's an ex-fiance no. yours. That's yeah, funny. he's an amazing manipulator. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. People say, why did you guys break up? I go, oh, I regained consciousness. And then <clears throat> <laughs> he hates that joke. Oh, I'm sure he does. I enjoy it. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. But we're still like best friends. Yeah. We're very close. Well, you guys still, yeah, you still go on the road all the time. I together. helped him with his kids and stuff. So, yeah. like, he had full custody. So, yeah. Anyway, um, but with him, it was also him calling him and being like, hey, I'm going to try this, you know? Right. And her, and, and then and I. And how, wh- how big was he at the time when, whenever you called him? Because like. This was 2007. Yeah. So he was uh, climbing up. Yeah. He was climbing back up, I should say. Because yeah. people like, oh, he fell off. No, he was a father. And mm-hmm. he raised two kids that are nice, great boys. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you know, instead of being the Hollywood, uh, just ship them off, you know. Mm-hmm. He stayed and raised them. And I mean, he would still go on the road, right. but he wasn't in doing movies and TV and film and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, hopping from set to right. set and plane to plane. In and- 2007, he started because 2008, I believe, was Entourage. Was it 2008? 2000? I forget. But oh yeah, oh yeah. What's that? <laughs> That's a theme song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know it. Oh, I've I I loved that show when it I was loved on. Entourage too. He, yeah, he I watched every season, episode. He did season eight. The last season, he was the arc, but I can't yeah. think of what year it was. I'm terrible with that, but he, he was on his buildup. He was coming up, coming up. So I called him and I was like, hey, first person I called was Mitzi. And I said, look, uh, I want to do this one woman show. Yeah. Is it okay to do it in the belly room? Oh, that's great, honey. That's where they're supposed to be. But I didn't say stand up. I said one woman show. Smart. 
No, because that's what I thought I was doing. Oh. Then I called Dice and I told him, because I don't want him to think like, oh, I'm hanging around the comedy store. We just broke up. and mm-hmm. But we didn't break up. Like, we were amicable. Like, we were very, still friendly. I hooked him up with the girl he was seeing. So I'm like, good like that. And <laughs> so I'm not like a jealous person. I yeah. just didn't want him to think like, oh, now she's going to try to, you know, right, invade right. my... That's his house first. Sure. I would never. So he goes, um, oh, good. We'll come see you. And I'm like, oh, no. So he comes to see me. And afterwards, he's like, you're doing stand up, stupid. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, that's charming. Second of all, <laughs> is this how you got me to go out with you? No. Uh, <laughs> you have such charisma. <laughs> what a sexy man. But <laughs> for five years, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more nitrous? <laughs> I need extra. Uh, but yeah, so he, like, after that, he was like, "Let's go on the road." Because at the time, we had a show on VH1. That's right. We had a, a, a reality show on VH1. I always forget about that. You show. and Dyson. Mm-hmm. What was Dice the Undisputed. Dice Undisputed. Mm-hmm. What, what, tell me Basically like, what we do on Instagram, just yelling at one another. Really? But in the way we want to do it. Sure. Not, And then it turned to the producers being like, let's pit them against each other. Let's try this. <sighs> let's, uh, let's put Dice in some weird predicament. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so, so we sabotaged it. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Except for one time, he really pissed me off, and I got uh, genuinely in a dice is weird. He's like a a shopper, a heavy shopper, but like for odd shit, like for furniture. Like if he was like, "Oh, I got a studio," he decorated. it. I need an armoire right over there. I need lava lights everywhere and some kind of curtain and colors, and he loves it. I, I've never bought a curtain. Yeah. I've been living in my apartment. I have a vagina. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> you just need to remind me every Somebody, once in a while. I have to remind everyone. Someone came to my apartment and they were like, hey, you don't have a trash can in your bathroom. I'm like, yeah, there's one in the kitchen. They're like, no. No, that's not how we do like, things. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was so mad at me. I'm like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Um, What did Jesus say? <laughs> Um, Eleanor, uh, me being another female and as your friend, we're getting you a trash can. Ah, uh, thank you. Seriously. <laughs> Whatever. Seriously. <laughs> the only girly quality I have is bad credit. So that's it. <laughs> that's a girly quality? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah? Girls are terrible. Uh, I guess so. We just charge shit. I mean, you got it. It's free. I can pay for this later, right? Yeah, I'll get somebody to do it. I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Who were some of the, uh, like when when you were a waitress at the comedy store, what did some of the lineups look like of like who were in those prime spots around the time that you Um, It's pe- were there? Uh, the only, the first overnight success I got to watch was Chris Tucker, which is why they tease me about him. But um, Chris Tucker was he, I remember him showcasing and Mitzi just being like, this kid's great. Yeah. Like obsessed. And so she was putting him in the prime spots. Um, trying to think of who else was so hot back then. Uh, 
Tommy Davidson. Like there were so many comics that were in the early nineties. What happened? Oh, Nothing. in the early nineties that like were hot and like in the eighties and still there. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, but, for like, sure. Uh, which was great. Like the, it's still some of my favorite comics on the planet sure. that were working. And then I really liked a lot of the obscure ones that no one knew. Like Steve Pearl could put me in a hospital. I, I'd laugh so hard and everyone hates him. Like they're like, he's great. But Robin Williams used to take all his shit because it's similar. And then he'd pay him. Robin would pay him. Wow. I just, after he would take it mm -hmm. or... He's uh, like, look, I used all of this because oh. Steve's mind is brilliant. Wow. But there was still like Carl LeBeau, who was phenomenal. One of the best performers. He he came in a couple times. Uh, I've seen him work at the comedy store probably. This was probably six years ago mm -hmm. or so. He would come in and, and Tommy so, goes, so I good. want you to watch this guy. He's physical like you. Watch him. Unbelievably he's like, he's physical. He's You're so right. so good. Yeah. He would he would do flips in the hallways to get ready. And Mitzi would be like, Jesus, Carl. Like <laughs> that was just her story she'd tell me. He wasn't doing them when I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, when I got there, I started in 93 and Kinnison died in his arms in 92. So uh, Carl was going through a hell of a time. Yeah. Obviously. But he would still come in and like when it, I, I would say like 95 ish, he was still coming and killing it. And I'm like, wow, like it's got to be so hard for him. Like oh, yeah. that was their life, you know, the road, yeah. the outlaws, you know? Yeah. His best buddy. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he was a phenomenal comic, not a great person, but a phenomenal, I didn't, I never met him. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I never got to meet Sam. He passed before I got there. So, yeah, which is insane. Um, I'm trying to think of who else, but I can remember people like Sebastian. I remember his showcase and how bad it was. And I thought, no, no, that's, that's not going to work. Well, do you remember anything from his, his showcase the, the, or did, did it just stick out as bad to you? It just stuck out as bad. Was he still he doing two, the, Was he doing like very Italian stuff or was it a different kind of, it was different. It was, persona? Um, it wasn't as physical. Mm -hmm. As he is now, like he's gotten. Oh yeah, he's way more animated. Oh yeah, it's definitely like amped up over the years. Yeah, yeah. Even like in the time that I've been at the store, like I've seen it like literally change. He's been. He's now. And I like love more, it. I I, yeah. I absolutely adore Sebastian. What? you him? This guy? Because he used to open for Dice. We used to torture him because he'd be like, this guy? Everything was like, and then it got to such a point where it was almost like he couldn't finish his sentence. <laughs> like we would tease him, you know what I mean? Because it right. was, but it was his uh, progression, whatever he was doing. He was growing into him. But when he got past, I remember taking the lineup, you know, Mitzi would, do watch her showcase and she put marks next to them, which meant yes or no. And I was like, oh my God, she passed this guy. This guy was terrible the night before and tonight. And I say the night before he was graduation class from, uh, he took Sandy Seashore's comedy class. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Mitzi's daughter. Yeah. And Sandy always, I didn't know this, but Sandy opens her class. Sebastian told us on the Comedy Store podcast that um, <laughs> she opens her class. If you're here to meet my mother, she hates me. So let it go. 
And Sebastian was like, oh, like, because <laughs> he's like, this is my end. Yeah, this is my end. <laughs> and he was so mad. <laughs> but he took the class and she would do her graduation at the store. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I watched him and he bombed at his graduation. Bombed hard, bombed hard, hard. Because I'm watching like insane killer comics and this wasn't one of them. So she passed him and then like a year, maybe a year and a half of like terrible spots, like one, 1 a.m. You know, I think they even moved him back to the belly room for a little bit, like just back and forth back. But she was still working him. He came into his own and maybe it was like almost two years later or in the OR and I, I'm waiting tables and walk by Mitzi, everything. Okay. And she's, and Sebastian's on stage and he's just killing. And she goes, I surprised myself with the out one. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I was like, Oh good. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, a, when you met him, you're like, Oh, this guy's great. And he was a waiter. So we all connect and he would hang in the kitchen. Yeah. He never hung out front or he didn't do drugs or whatever. So he was always just in the kitchen with the wait staff because that's where he felt comfortable. Sure. <laughs> that's awesome. But the, yeah, so I watched him come up that like that was cool. Um, I don't know who else. I can't think. It's too early. It's all good. Uh, we're going to get into this next segment. It's called Fanning Out. Oh, good. Am I yep. going to be a fan? Yeah. No. Uh, people reached out from the internets. I said, send S- some questions to internets? Eleanor Kerrigan, some internets, okay. uh, maybe some character suggestions for us to maybe pull off. Okay. Um, and this uh, this first one comes from... Uh, Danish and O'Neill. No, we'll get to them. Oh, good. Uh, Shep, you heard on Instagram, what was the worst thing about growing up with nine other siblings? Oh, God. Bathroom time. Oh, yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. Me and my mom were joking. She still lives in the same row home that we grew up in. Yeah. And she was like, look at that. We were watching something on TV. She goes, look at that. A a nice house with a lot of people and their bathroom has a door on it. (laughs) Because we have such bad anger issues. If someone was taken along, we just break the door down. So we had a, a sheet for years. So I, I'd be in the shower. My brother Jimmy would be on the toilet. My brother Johnny would be brushing his teeth. Oh, wow. Good times, people. Wow. So people are, are you shy? No. Everyone has seen me. It's fine. <laughs> the sheet thing, that's got to be. It was awful. That's got to be a smell issue, too. Right. You just it's like it's like the woman's bathroom. It, we just pretend it's not happening. It's kind of like the, the people who live with cats long enough. They stop oh. smelling the stuff around. Yeah. Them, so it's you've just become like, desensitized. Yeah. What is it? it uh, yeah. You've gone. It's the stupid commercial. I can't think of it. You've gone nose blind. That's it. Oh, yeah. The Febreze. You've gone nose blind. Yeah, yeah. And you have to go nose blind. And it's, I probably did have allergies. It's just that Kerrigan stench. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that over there. And I was such a fanatical cleaner too, because that's how I would get my anger out. So my brothers would be like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd be in it. I'd be like, yeah, you son of a bitches, you didn't let me promote my hair properly. Like, because if I didn't have enough time, my hair is really curly. It takes a lot, mm-hmm. so I have to blow dry, blow dry, get it down. Otherwise, it's just a knot. It looks like a knotty. It doesn't curl properly. Right. Like it almost dreads." 
I probably could do dreads. Maybe I'll do dreads. Do dreads. Anyway, but literally it gets like naughty. And so I have broken at least 50 mirrors because I've thrown the blow dryer through it in anger. I thought you were like, I've broken 50 mirrors just by looking into it when I fix my hair properly. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. I just, I just said mirror, mirror. I didn't even get to my question. I wasn't going to ask Who's if I was thing? the fairest. Yeah, I was no. going to say. No. But yeah, and, and I just broke another mirror when I was home, but this time by accident, not because, and I left it there. So my brother Bobby sees it because I know he's going to be like, bitch, did yeah. your hair come out wrong? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> You're not over that shit yet. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> um, I saw footage of you um oh, a while boy. ago that you that you posted that made me very curious that I want to ask you about where you did wrestling. Oh, wow, women of wrestling. Yeah, yeah sure. How long did you do that? Well, one of my good friends, Cher, that I used to wrestle with from Caged Heat, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was uh, last night at the store. That's so cool. So um yeah, th- this was Probably the worst and greatest thing that ever happened to me because I went to an audition and it was in the lobby of a hotel. So, you know, so, you know, it's legit. Legit. Is Meryl Streep here? (laughs) What's going on? Does she just seem so I went and um, it's basically the same as glow. The TV show. That was my life. Like I was just struggling. I was going to ask you, I was like, how realistic is that compared to what? Perfectly. Really? And I tried to get on that show. They won't let me. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, because there's just. You're it's like, weird. I was one of the real ones. Well, Glow was w- when I was younger. A yeah. kid, actually. Yeah. This is more 90s, right? Like so, late 90s? This is uh, late 90s, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got cast in 99 and then it didn't come on until 2000. Okay. And we were on for two seasons. So. But it it whipped me into shape. And I remember when I got the job, I thought, oh, shit, how am I going to tell my mother that I'm going to be a wrestler? Because my mother hated that I was such a tomboy. But there was four boys in a row and then me. And she's like, oh, my little girl. And I'm like scratching my nuts in the corner. Yeah, I've got a veg, <laughs> mom. Yeah, what about it? Like, Eleanor, you're smoking at nine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just got my period, too. Don't True. worry about it. What time's the communion? <laughs> um, yeah, we. Were, I played football in my communion dress. Like, hates me. Are you done, are you done hates- taking that dump in the bathroom? I'm almost out of the shower. What are we doing here? <laughs> I used to sit with my legs wide open and my grandma would walk in and go, please, you're taking everybody's picture. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't. No idea. Snapchat. You can't. Gank, 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 gank. You can't. You can't. <laughs> I was the first Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> Everybody Hello. was talking about my Snapchat. <laughs> Who wants ears? Hello. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh, so awful. So I was like this little tomboy, horrible person for my mom in my mom's eyes. Everybody else was fine with it. Um, And so my mom was I called her. I go, Mom, don't get mad. I'm going to take the show. It's a wrestling show. And she's like, oh, honey, I'm so excited. I'm like, what? And I was on a cell phone. It was 99. So they weren't great. And I go, she's not hearing what I'm saying. She goes, I'm so happy for you. They have great women characters on that show. I'm thinking wrestling. I go, mom, I got to call you when I get home. So I called her from a landline. You can Google it if you don't know what a landline is. 
Um, I grew up with ley lines. You did? Oh, okay. yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, some people are like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a buddy who he still had the. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, I can't even think of what rotary. it's called. Rotary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even that's all for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> we were touchstone. A little uh, hipper. One second. Hello? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm uh, I'm 30 feet away line? from the cradle. I got to get closer <laughs> real quick. Sorry. The reception's a little funky. <laughs> so I called her from a landline and it was literally like maybe 10, 15 minutes later. And my sister Karen answered and she goes, yo, you're going to be on West Wing? I go, what? My mom thought I said West Wing. Instead of wrestling. She was outside telling the whole neighborhood. Oh, no. I said, you need to rein her in. Oh, no. I am not going to be with Martin Sheen. I'm going to have a woman with a mullet and a sleeper hold. Now, get her back inside. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't talk to me for weeks. Oh, yeah. Then she watched and she started watching. She goes, fine, I'll watch. Honey, your kicks are all off. You're missing the person. You're selling it late. <laughs> it's like critiquing. Yeah. I was like, is this real? All of a sudden, she's a professional. Yeah, all of a sudden. All right. Every. Let's go. Let's warm up real quick with each other real quick. <laughs> she would call me every Friday to go over everything that I did wrong. Eleanor, this is a sleeper hold, okay? <laughs> your elbow is not connecting. <laughs> all right. <laughs> she got into it, but she hated it. She wouldn't tell her friends for a while. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, but if it was West Wing. It's funny. Some of the projects that I have been a part of, my mom really does not like, but she's so supportive of me individually. Right. But she definitely, like, she, the two, honestly, it's funny. The two main things that I've done out here, like, as far as, like, what people will come up to me on the road, Kill Tony and Roast Battle. Sure. My mom hates both of those shows. What? Yep. Interesting. Kill Tony, she thinks it's too mean, and the, and uh, uh, and also roast battle too mean. She goes, she goes, I like I like when you go up there and do crazy stuff, and I like when you do characters, but she's like, it's just not my. Mm. I don't want my Jeremiah to be mean. Pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mother's like, you're at your best when you're mean. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> she just don't like f wrestling, you know. She don't. You don't want me to look bad. This is just a comment that I want to read to you because it's just a nice comment. At Smith did it on uh, on Twitter. Saw Eleanor at the comedy store probably a dozen times in late night spots, usually after someone bombed. Somehow <laughs> she'd bring a dead crowd back to life. Every set was Aww. different. She's great to watch. I they love just sent you. That Thank you. So what I wanted to comment on that is, and this is a 100% compliment to you. Anytime I have to follow you, I'm like, I'm always like in the back. I'm like, oh, okay, frick, dude. Let's, here, here we go. You're a hard person to follow because uh, you, you work the audience into a frenzy. And, 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 and then I'm like, I have to go in and be like, okay, do I ride Eleanor's wave or do I try to reset the room altogether? I always like, like moments before I'm like, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to attack this? I, I had to follow a character the other night. Did you follow phenomenal. that? Did you follow that? Yes. Oh my goodness. That was amazing. <laughs> sure, there was uh, comics in the back going, oh, I'm not now. I'm glad I'm not next. And I'm like, <laughs> no, did, guess uh, who is? I did uh, Lieutenant Stroganoff <laughs> the other night at the comedy store. Wait, bike you, cop. 
you kept flipping your hair and I was like, I'm going to tackle him. I so love this bit. I love this character because it's so dumb. It's Reno 911-y, but better. Is that, is that an insult? No. no, right? no. I love Reno 911. Yeah, I love Reno 911. The way you're like, and just buff, I, dead. I loved it. I yeah. love it. Uh, it's so funny because the audience was like, nope we do not like that like the comics loved it in the back yeah we were screaming but like i thought the audience was the audience did uh they're okay into it but like i I think they get confused like they were so they were legit confused they were like what why is this guy in a cop outfit on on stage like like is uh, he gonna strip yeah it was it was very it was very hoping for that oh it just like hit the music (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen (laughs) but keep the wig just keep the wig on just (laughs) it's all frizz that would make my heart sing yeah that's how my hair is that frizzy can you you imagine yeah it's like that tight of i'll show you a picture you'll be like oh honey oh honey (laughs) <laughs> um, now this one comes from Danish and O'Neill. Oh, uh, God. What happened between you and Chris Tucker? <laughs> <gasps> all right. These little shits are awful people. And this is what happened. Chris Tucker and I were very good friends. Mm-hmm. Also phase on love. They were very new comics at the time. And Chris was very poor. Um, and he had a car or maybe it was Faison's car. I don't remember. Both of them came in. The car was on fire. So <laughs> we had to push it into the lot of the comedy store. So help him put it out. We pushed it in the back. I'm like, don't worry. Like my other friend, Lauren helped. Like we were like, just leave it here. I'll tell Mitzi. It'll be fine. Just keep it in the back until they could afford to fix it. Whatever. Yeah. Cause it's not like they could have a toad. Like none of us had money. I was waiting tables and obviously auditioning in lobbies so not not a lot of money and the comedy store wasn't like killing it you yeah. know and so um this other guy david banks who's a brilliant god rest his soul man who used to write for richard Pryor for years this guy's hilarious but he became my favorite person because he'd be like ellen no you know he was <laughs> You would love him. Like I have, I have saved an answering machine because him and my grandma are on it. And my, I'm not sure which one's funnier. Like, cause my grandma's old school too, but this guy, David Banks, if you ever watch Omit Logic, which is uh Richard Pryor's um, documentary yeah. on Showtime, David Banks is in it. So here, talk into to this and act like, uh, act like basically what um, the voicemail was that uh, was left to you. I want to hear what this voicemail sounds like. So, you- and this one's not. This isn't a PG show, right? No, no, no. Go for it. Ellen, no, you must be fucking somebody if you ain't answering this phone. Who you fuck? You still fucking Chris Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> Once you get that dick out, you call me back, ho. <laughs> Literally. I love you, girl. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> if you get a chance, Google Richard Pryor Roast. Richard Pryor Roast. And look, David Banks is the greatest person on the okay. planet. And so David, da- Danish was a an O'Neill or door guys. So David would come, Eleanor was fucking everybody. <laughs> She booked Chris Tucker. I'm like, wait, what? Because I helped him with his car. Like, yeah. 
he took it to that level and he would say, I slept with her. And then one time he was in and he goes, I remember you to Danish. And, um, Jeff was like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's up, Mr. Banks. And then he's like, somebody walked through, he goes, he was fucking everybody. And I was like, see, that's just a thing he says. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's one of his catchphrases. <laughs> the funniest net. So they, took it that I slept with Chris Tucker. Yeah. But I never did. I love you, Chris, no matter what. You can tell them one day we didn't sleep together. Oh, no! I was supposed to play his sister on his TV show with the Michael Jackson skin disease, and it never came to fruition. I played uh, um, with uh, with Tiffany Haddish. I played this... Uh, uh, we, it was a pilot that never went. Oh, cool. <laughs> before, like... This was years, obviously, before like the girl strip and all her movies and stuff that have come out where uh, I was one of her uh, mentally handicapped dates that she went on. And we had like a sex scene where I was that like makes me so drooling happy. on her and stuff. <laughs> and it was so not PC. I, I wish I had the footage because it's so. Who did it? Do you know? It was like. Cause I know Tiffany would leak it, no problem. Yeah, maybe someday she will. Because yeah. it was, it was, it was. But she so might ridiculous. not have it or no, you know. Yeah, I mean? it's one she of those things. She might know things, who did it. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like, it was, was like, it legit or was it, was just it something it was they were trying some, to sell? It was at some studio, like literally, like in, like in the valley, like deep in the valley, where <laughs> they had like <laughs> those a are few, the best ones. They had a few set pieces and like it was legit <laughs> enough, you know. They had audio, and they had everything that was like don't bring a black light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To shoot a pilot. But yeah, it was definitely one of those things or it's so ridiculous. It's amazing. Um, Daniel O'Neill, when did you, when did your shoot from the hip style originate? Okay. No one likes either one of them. Uh, what was your date with Ari like? <laughs> There's a lot of people asking about, uh, what was your date with Ari Shafir like? Because they're evil people. Did you actually that... go on a date with Ari no. Shafir? No. God, oh. who would go on a date with Ari Shafir? Uh, I, I think a lot of people. It was I, a date? I, I think, you know it was a date? You know, I think, you know, it was one of the... We worked together at the comedy store. We were working during the day. He wanted to go to lunch. I said, yeah, let's go to lunch. We were at the standard, right? I was sitting, we're talking, we ordered food. Which there was a Ari dog there. is very Jewish, so that was definitely a date. <laughs> If he took you to the stand? No, no, no. He took? Listen, if he's Jewish, then he became Dutch at the end. <laughs> I don't uh, know a lot so, of Dutch Jews, but so maybe they're out there. I don't uh, know. Are we going to split this? Or, uh, okay. we're not, I'm not paying for mine. Is it okay? I'm is only it, paying for yeah, only uh, enough I mean, money for me. I just, I got bread and I got some water and I got this. By the way, on this supposed date, so there was a dog, you know, these twats in L.A., they let their dog just run. And so, and this was years ago, uh, she just wasn't paying attention. And her dog was at our table, like, begging. And I'm like, really? So I didn't say nothing about being, because I like dogs, I don't like people. So I was just like, all right. But then the dog, like, was trying to eat my french fries. And I was done, but at the same time, I'm like, what are those ladies like? Yeah, do don't you? give my dog your french fries, bitch. Right. You know? I don't know. So I moved the plate and the dog got mad and bit me. I got bit by a dog on a supposed date with Ari. So if anybody wants to go on a date with Ari. Oh, uh, it's called karma because uh, you didn't put out. So, I uh, kicked that fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> but can't kick the dog. Uh, that's not right. Oh, go on. <laughs> Never went on a date with Ari. Um, P 
People keep asking about the Seven Up cake. Why can't you tell the difference between home baked and store bought Seven Up cake? That they tricked me. No, I don't know about this. So Danish and O'Neill did a live podcast, and it was our 200th episode, and they had me make a Seven Up cake, and then they bought a store bought Seven Up cake, which is atrocious. Mm-hmm. It's sweaty. You've seen them in like Ralph's. They're usually at the front with like a giant orange. Discount six cents because oh, yeah, it's yeah. gross. Right, it's it literally has bacteria. Like it's uncomfortable. It comes with diabetes. It's not a real. <laughs> so they put they blindfolded me, match, <laughs> and they put two plates in front of me, and they put the store bought and mine, and I ate it, and I was like, this one's mine, and they turned it over, and it said store bought, but then they immediately took the plates. Because both of them said store bought. There's no way I picked. There's no way I picked that shit. Too much lemon. <laughs> Seven of cake. So everyone went crazy. They were like, you picked the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let it's me been see the plates. forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're evil people. Just so you know. Um, where's the Kerrigan family toboggan these days? <laughs> That's hanging in the basement like a trophy, uh, as it should. Um, it uh, Do you know what the toboggan is? No. My mom, because uh, we didn't have a lot of money. And at the time, I think my dad was like starting to cheat on her because my parents split up when I was real young. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, it was bad blizzard in Philadelphia, really, really bad. And St. Louis was already in town to play the Flyers. Yeah. So... Um, we grew up like a mile from the stadium, Spectrum, whatever. So they came on the radio. And I remember the house, my mom's house was full because nobody could go out. So my brother Jimmy was stuck somewhere. My dad supposedly stuck somewhere. I mean, they could have walked. But, you know, <laughs> anyway, so um, they were stuck and the house was just wild. And my, I believe my sister Karen was punished, of course. And so it would turn into like a whole my mom got a phone call from my dad. She hung up the phone. She was pissed. And somebody had the radio on trying to hear about the storm or something. Who yeah. knows? And um, they said, if you could get to the spectrum, we'll let you in for free. And we'll give you hot dogs and hot chocolate. And my mom was like, you know what? Wrap them up. Let's go. And she wrapped us all up. Not every one of us because they had two young, young one so Karen who and my brother Tommy had to stay home and watch them and Johnny Charlie myself and my brother Billy she put us on a toboggan if you will and pulled us to the spectrum and when we got to the spectrum we saw our dog on the way we were like what are you, where have you been <laughs> why are you making mom mush right now you could have been mushing this toboggan the entire time my dog would go out in the snow for uh, never play with us she'd be like i'm on my own bitch and she would just <laughs> her name was fluffy and she was everywhere everyone knew her and so um we went we lost my brother billy in a snow drift for a minute and i kept pulling saying mom and she's like god damn it Get on. So hold on, you know, and she pulled us. We got there. There was like 20 people in the spectrum. So we were at the glass, hot dogs and hot chocolate. So exciting. And Bobby Clark checks this guy. You'll have to Google it, the young ones, and checks this guy against his nose is bleeding. He's and he's smashing him against the glass. And my brother Billy is like, 
<laughs> and he like sits down and Bobby Clark is like, oh, and he just smiles and skates off. Skates My mom off. said it was the greatest moment. That's so but funny. Johnny and Charlie were a little bit older. So they because, you know, they were such diehard Flyer fans. And so was my mom. Yeah. So that it was like a big deal. So they they teased me about my toboggan. That's so They got the Kerrigans around South Philly. Yeah. That's epic. <laughs> it was an amazing like a Calvin and Hobbes adventure right yeah, there. Yeah, so we hang it, you know. It's, yeah. It's ornamental at this it's point. It's up there. Um, so I think we're almost out of time, but I want to do a uh, sax talk with you real quick um, before we get going. We actually, there's a couple segments I wish we could have gotten to, but. Um, uh, Why didn't you tell me to shut up? Because you're you're fascinating. I'm listening to all no, your stories. You just say shut up, ho. No, <laughs> yeah, shut up, ho. You out there having sex with other people? Hi, hi. Uh, this Eleanor is our final. Fucking ever, Eleanor. Uh, this is our final segment. It's called Sax Talk. Woo! Um, your, your story of some kind of sexual encounter doesn't matter how graphic or innocent. Uh, and I will follow you along and sax it up. So whenever you're ready, I will follow you. Dang, you made me think of two awful ones. When do I start? Whenever you're ready. Whoa. Okay, let me sit up for this one. Get the hunchback out. Uh, so this one was with my first ex fiance. I have a couple of those. I'm not a closer. So, okay. It'll get interesting. And, um, he was drinking a lot and he fell asleep. <laughs> this may or may not be considered rape. Sorry. So we were on, um, he fell asleep and we were in a hotel and I remember thinking we, we started fooling around and everything was fine, but then he fell asleep in the middle of it. That's not good to do to a girl when she's 25, a lot of alcohol to so then uh, he passes out and I'm like, fuck this. But his, he still had an erection. So I was like, you know what? I'm an old school cowgirl. <laughs> so I just hopped right on. And I uh, did my thing. <laughs> I had a good time. I came hard, like really hard. Then I went to sleep. You know, that good sleep, like after sex, like, and he woke up furious. His balls were as blue as your shirt. I don't, I don't know if they were, but he did. He woke up and he was so upset. He was like, why do my nuts hurt? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and I never told him that I did that. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that rape? If it is, I'm sorry.
That's probably why he broke my heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you contemplating if that's a me too story the other way? Can I just say, um, <laughs> in the current times that we're in, <laughs> it's so refreshing to hear it from the other perspective. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't care. I don't press charges. So That is so funny because uh, I think that might be the only time in my life that I've ever heard that perspective of like, Sorry. he still had a boner. <laughs> he was passed out and mama just hopped on and got her rock. What off. are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about this? You're leaving me awake. Come on. <laughs> There's still a stick in the room. Come on, let's go. Don't be a stick in the mud. <laughs> oh, my balls hurt. <laughs> he was oh. so mad. He was like, God, my, why do I have such pain? I was like, <laughs> I mean, what's wrong? Yeah. Like yelling at him. <laughs> Cut to the montage of you. <laughs> you doing like every different position. Drooling like you and Tiffany had. <laughs> That's so great. That was before Viagra, too. I think. I don't think he had Viagra. He was young. He was I like 30. He, you know, uh, he, he, 33, maybe. I think he had that Kerrigan stench on him. <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh, there's no door on this bathroom. There's no door so on go this in. bathroom. So I am rock hard right now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Eleanor, is there anything that you would like to plug uh, before we get you oh out God, of here? What am I plugging? Eleanor, Do you have any dates? Comedy Store Podcast. Comedy Store Podcast, of uh, course. I don't have any dates. I'm single. Oh, no. Those don't start till February. But I'll be at, like around LA, uh, Comedy Store, Laugh Factory, whatever. Just check their websites. But also uh, Comedy Central. Starts Friday. When does this come out? Oh, the Ringers. Yeah, the Ringers. Uh, this will be uh, your episode. Watch her on Comedy Central. January twenty fourth. Yeah, because it'll be. This will be out on Monday. So, so okay. in the next like couple weeks, look out for Eleanor on Comedy Central on I'm the excited. Ringers. Bill Burr presents the Ringers. Oh my god, really? I'm so excited for this because like Ingram's on it. Punky, so Brent and cool. Biddlecomb. Yeah. Like, and if it does well, they'll do more. You know what I yeah, mean? That's what great. you want. More more opportunities for more comics. So yeah, it's really exciting. Watch it. If they watch it, we can get more opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am on tour right now. Uh, go to Jeremiah Watkins, JeremiahWatkins.com uh, for a new merch store that I just opened up. Um, can we pull up dates right now? Is that possible? Um, but I will be in Syracuse, Albany, uh, Buffalo, New York, and then also with Kill Tony uh, separately. We'll, we'll be going to Calgary and uh, and some other dates like in Texas and Isn't La Jolla coming yeah, up. I'm putting them all on my website. I promise I'll update it. But Jeremiah already did because he's smart. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, Sunnyvale also. Um, Helium. I uh, will be doing some sets with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe in Calgary at the at the Laugh Shop. Um, Perfect. And uh, yeah, I think I I named all the the stuff. Also, oh, um, Tahoe on January sixteenth. If you're going to be there, I'm going to be there. Josh Adam Myers and Joe Sib. Yes, um, Josh is also on the Ringers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm just like, it's so and many of our killed. friends. He, it's so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like so all great. our people. If yeah. You will. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's cool to see like, especially people who, who like should have dope stand up like 
shot well yeah. and like professionally like that. Like mm-hmm. that's something that I that's that's a goal of mine that I'm still going for is to get like either a late night clip or like something. some kind just some kind of that, that's yeah. not me shooting it. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, exactly. Yeah, it's just like it's it's cool. It's just like yeah. So I'm 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 really excited for you and uh I always love seeing you at the store and like I said, biggest compliment that I can give to you like <laughs> Thank it's so you. fun to hang it out is a big and, compliment. and, and you're hard to follow. And, and she's amazing. If you haven't seen her live, please go see Eleanor Kerrigan live. And I had a blast with you and I love you. And thank you for doing the show. Thank you for having me.